Blog Talk Radio. Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around 9, that would be great. Okay? Radio Nation, you are tuned into the 411 Lounge. I'm LeVar, uh, out on the west, like a cloud of dust in the street of the Heidi High Silver. It's Mary. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Oh, man. Welcome to Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. You don't sound excited for Friday. I'm excited for Friday. Friday means we're here. Uh, you're on page exactly. one on Log Talk Radio with you as we are on a weekly basis. I think this is the time. Every week we say we're going to actually have a time that we're going to do this and meet with you. And I do think right now, knock on wood, question mark, um, <laughs> that it will be Friday nights. Uh, 10 o'clock Central Time. A uh, lot going on. Uh, today just seemed to be like, I think the last 24 hours just seemed to be like a never-ending news cycle of things that's going on on the news. But some of it uh, might come up today. Some of it may not come up today. Uh, but, of course, um, as always, we will try to be lively and entertaining Uh Of course, you can always catch me over on News Comment BTR, and you can always catch Mary over on... Luai's Mama. Ah, there you go. That worked with this week. All right. I like that. That's that's See, folks, that's... Mmm, it's there. Um, But, yeah, there's quite a bit going on. Uh, We are... See, I don't know whether to officially begin this as... And we're going to talk about this a little bit down the line in the show from now. I don't know when the holiday season starts. Um, <laughs> some places are in full swing, some are not. <laughs> Is there like an official start date? I I don't know that there's an official start date. I say after Thanksgiving, but then again, Thanksgiving is a part of the holiday season, question mark? <laughs> I think it is. Now, because some people also say that it doesn't really begin until, like, what, Christmas? But I don't know. If anybody has the answer out there, let us know. By the way, if you are listening, of course, like I said, you can follow us over on Twitter. Uh, Tonight we are opening up the phone lines. If you want to call in on something that's, well, uh, on the topics that we're discussing, (laughs) um, I don't really want to talk politics. That's probably not. This is probably you're probably gonna be disappointed. This is not the place where you're gonna find that tonight. Uh, even though there is a lot right. going on politics-wise, a lot of interesting stuff. But uh, five six three nine 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 three seven seven nine is the call-in number. Um, the first thing or first order of business here uh, later on in the broadcast tonight. I do kind of have a little bit of an apology to my wonderful co-host because I just 24 24 hours ago gave her a homework assignment that um, pretty much brought across like one a one word text message. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the nice word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the nice word. Uh, Little did I know that that would also kind of be an issue for me as well, because when I sat down to actually do said homework assignment, um, it then brought to mind like a lot of other things, but you'll know what we're talking about. Uh, Also on the show coming up, I'm actually going to do teases this week just to get you to like stick around, but also on the show tonight, 
Uh, we're going to talk about something that Disney Plus is doing with one of its shows that it does carry. Uh, and then still ahead, too, uh, do you actually look up your own sickness? I know a lot of people who are guilty of that. Um, some who immediately go to WebMD or Google their health sickness. There's an interesting study I had on that one. Also, uh, we talked about Christmas. One, or is now a few places that are now putting the kibosh on you putting up your Christmas decorations early. And then, of course, uh, Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. So there's an interesting study about Christmas dinner. It is something that happens every year, but we're going to talk about it. But first off, I don't know if I was a little disturbed. Uh, This comes from AP this week uh, that Google announced a partnership with a large U.S. healthcare system aimed at modernizing its information system and providing new tools for doctors in the tech giant's latest foray into the health industry. Announcement of its arrangement with the Catholic healthcare system, Ascension followed a Wall Street Journal report on Monday that Google had access to thousands of patient health records without doctors' knowledge. Let me repeat that for you. Google had access to thousands of patient health records without doctors' knowledge. Uh, both companies stress that their deal is compliant with federal health privacy law. Unlike most of the data Google does collect on individuals, health data is strictly regulated, of course, by the federal government. And they are providing cloud computing services to Ascension, which operates health centers in 21 states, mostly across the South and Midwest. It's also testing the use of artificial intelligence to examine health records and find patterns that Google says might help doctors and other providers. Now, healthcare providers are increasingly interested in using data to help manage care and keep patients healthy. That might mean relatively simple things like tracking whether someone refills a prescription or something more complex like spotting a worsening medical condition and addressing it before the patient winds up in the hospital. Uh, healthcare systems are allowed to share patient information with business partners so long as the partners agree to safeguard the information and use it only in the way it was intended. Uh, the Google Cloud service executive uh, wrote in a blog post, quote, to be clear, under this arrangement, Ascension's data cannot be used for any other purpose than for providing these services we're offering under the agreement, and patient data cannot and will not be combined with any Google consumer data. <sighs> My question to you, now, I am quite the visitor at hospitals, not particularly this hospital system. Mm-hmm. And I utilize Google. I utilize Google for a lot of things from time to time. But are you a little bit mm-hmm. concerned that something like this is now occurring in the healthcare industry? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a dumb question. Um, no, it, okay. Well, that's what I'm good for. It's Google. It's Google. Okay, Google knows. It's like Google is taking. Google is the new Skynet. Um, I just I don't like it. I don't like that it's getting involved in my health. Now, granted, (laughs) that's going to tie into a story later. But um, (laughs) I don't. I don't want my information out there, where Google can now sell me um, whatever. Because I accidentally said Skynet too many times. Mm-hmm. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like, I, I, I'm sure, and I live in an area where there's going to be a Google data farm, and I get to see it getting built from the ground up. I still don't 100% trust that that should be out there in the world. I don't. I still check in with an actual physical person. I don't like doing it online. I don't like... Um, I'll pay my bills online, but that's because I'm paying them. It's not putting in symptoms. It's not checking on things. I don't eh, – my refills, I want to be paper refills, that kind of thing. I, I still don't trust that, that that information is 100% safe. And that could be used against me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll be very frank. One other thing to note here. Uh, is that Google has been pressing into the healthcare space in recent months, including an announced deal to buy Fitbit. Uh, the company's also hired several healthcare executives, hinting at larger health data strategies to come. Yes, that is a little disturbing because 
I know they are Now they're going to know where I'm at and where I'm doing and right. how far I'm walking. and What yeah. you're taking, you know, and right. sending you things or probably, when I, when you know, you sleeping. go into your – because, I mean, of course, I think with Gmail and Google, of course, are all combined as one. And then when you have that happening – you know, you have an issue as to where if I go into Google, am I going to start to see, like, little advertisements for things that are particular to my health? Uh, I mean, it's already people are already freaked out with seeing ads on their Facebook timeline or on other forms of social media as soon as they talk about it. Uh, we're getting to a point of where I don't know when enough will be enough, and if somebody is going to say, hey, look now, you know, and will people have – a way to opt out of that sharing because I don't think you will because if they're keeping your record, you can't just sit there and say, and it, uh, I, I think with everything yeah, that goes on online, I'm more worried about the safety aspect of it being released. Not that I have anything to hide mm-hmm. about my health, but my health is my privacy, you know? Right. Exactly. So. Oh, Exactly. I'm not hiding my health issues either. I, that's not even the question. But in the same token, if I decide that I'm going to be going to see a therapist or a mental health individual, I don't need everybody else to know that I'm going to see a therapist or a mental health individual. You know, that's right. my that's my that's my personal thing. If I want to tell you, that's on me. If I don't want to tell you, I shouldn't have to. And if my data gets leaked out like that, yeah, absolutely. But then, you know, they're going to know when I'm sleeping, when I'm awake, where I'm going, what I'm drinking. Now I'm getting an ad for the Starbucks I walk past in the morning because of my Fitbit or what have you. It's just, it's, it's going to spiral. I can see where people are concerned. Well, there's one other, uh, I think there's only one other person who knows when you're sleeping and you're awake and he'll be here in about a month and a half, I think. But... <laughs> Yeah, well, I really yeah. do hope that all of you caught that out there. That's Santa who I'm talking about. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> no, I can see some people out there. Something like, sideways on Santa just to throw this out there so that I can make somebody laugh because I know somebody will laugh when they say it. Side note, Santa, Nightmare Before Christmas, we have determined that Santa is now Batman. And Batman You'll have to ask me about it later. Yeah, I think Just I, I'll have to. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, it's part of a universe. It's fine. I'll have the answer for you next <laughs> week, folks. <laughs> on to our next topic. Well, yeah, I think that we're done with the Google topic. But on to our next topic, this um, one of the things I think that I've heard a lot of people talk about this week is the beginning of Disney Plus. Uh, of course, mm. that is the hugely successful. Uh, app version of, I call it Disney Netflix pretty much, but it's not Netflix, it's Disney. But uh, the entire library of anything Disney is on there. I've had friends this week talking about, you know, getting this, you know, binge watching, and I'm pretty sure for you folks out there, if you have it, it's great. I guess sooner or later we'll all be having Disney Plus because most of the Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, everything else on Disney Plus. But I was reading about all the other things that happened this week with Disney Plus, among which uh, there were warnings that were put on specific movies because of some of the sensitive content that uh, or non-PC uh, uh, content that were put on there, which, you know, bravo to Disney. But there was one particular thing this week that I actually had talked with people about because, of course, The Simpsons is the full Simpsons library is available to stream for the first time in the show's history thanks to Disney+. Plus. But a once popular and now infamous episode was not included. So you can watch even the one, I think even on TV, the one with uh, when The Simpsons went to New York. For a lot of years after 9-11, a lot of... Uh, syndications uh, or syndicated episodes did not air that episode. Um, 
but I've seen in recent years where they have included it probably in like a marathon of Simpsons episodes. But with Disney Plus, um, they are not showing the episode Stark Raving Dead. If that does not sound familiar to you, that is the 1991 installment that kicked off their third season. And in that episode, it begins, uh, you know, pretty much on that one. Uh, well, it's the episode in which Michael Jackson appears. Of course, we didn't know about that until years later. Um, but it was pulled from broadcast circulation following the release of the HBO documentary film Leaving Neverland, in which uh, he was accused by multiple men of molestation when they were boys. Uh, according to James L. Brooks, of course, who is the uh, executive producer of The Simpsons, he says, pulling the episode was the only choice to make uh, at the time. He says, I'm against book burning of any kind, but this is our book and we're allowed to take out a chapter. And I guess with my question to you, because I've talked to some Simpsons fans, and I think a lot of people don't really think of it that way it's kind of almost like with the Cosby show where a lot of people after Bill Cosby uh, was sentenced to prison for the things that he did uh, a lot of channels did not show the Cosby show as a matter of fact they had a big contract I think at that time with TBS that was going to be showing it and TBS pretty much was like nope so pulled them all canceled it or I think Dick at Night I think it was one of those and they pulled it um mm-hmm. I occasionally will probably spot it. I don't know if it's BET or if it's one of the other stations that will show it. But on this one, I guess my question is, is that when it comes to particular episodes in which someone who has done something uh, unspeakable or who has done something and gone to jail or prison over, is it... Because I'm on the fence about this one, but like I said, it's Disney's right and it's James L. Brooks' right. But I think if I watch that episode, I'm not really thinking only because it's not Michael Jackson per se. It's it's a big, huge guy, and it's not him until, you know, the voice at the end, or the voice. But I would say yay or nay to The Simpsons and Disney Plus pulling that particular episode and if that's, if that's the case, should other TV shows that have had people who have done particular things pull episodes as well? That's a slippery slope to go down, if you think about it. I mean, wow, it, where do you start? It, it starts to go back to that whole PC thing. Um, just it, it, pulling up the big girl panties and the big boy panties or whatever and, and just dealing with it. That, that should happen, but unfortunately, sometimes we do have to deal with separate episodes. I'm on the fence on this one. I mean, they if they pulled, they pulled it. They've already pulled it. Um, I don't. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stream the Simpsons. I know this is gonna be heartbreaking for some people here, but I already have season three on Blu-ray and have it at home. If I really want to see that episode, I can just pop in the Blu-ray. Um, does it suck that it's not on there? I guess. I mean, it's a good episode. It's. I mean, you got. It's your birthday on there. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. There's there's some good parts of that episode. I don't think of Michael Jackson in that episode because it's not. You're not Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, I am. And then you know. At the very end. Um. Spoilers. Sorry. Um. But yeah. It, if they want to pull it, they pull it. If they don't pull it, they don't. Yeah, right. You got you got some time to catch up. Um, I'd say stream it, but it's too late. Uh, it's 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 six of one, half dozen of the other. It's it's it, they pulled it already, and it's it's not going to break my heart that they have. Um, but and I understand the reasoning behind it, and Bravo for you know doing that. But then also, do you really need to pull it for that? Because it's not like they're messing. It's not like they're actually saying Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson at Neverland. This is what's going on. It, it's completely separate. Uh, I guess my only thing to this, and, and like I said, I'm sensitive to the whole topic of probably having it. And, and if that is what is in the best interest of Disney and of The Simpsons, then we kind of have no choice but to 
understand it. Also, at the same time, you've been showing the episode pretty much on TV for like the last probably 20-some-odd years, even after, because Michael's been gone from us now for about 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. Some of these allegations also happened in the mid to late 90s, and there was, you know, case after case that went to court. You were still showing the episode then. And I guess my whole thing is that after that whole thing, and still knowing what we knew uh, in the latter years, why now? In 2019. Well, yeah, I mean, and then on top of that, this goes back to, like, you're pulling this, but then are you going to pull everything? Because I'm oh. sorry, if that if you're gonna pull this episode, I think this is where the slippery slope starts. I don't think you should have to you shouldn't show um the first Star Wars or not the first Star Wars, but a new hope. That's incest, dude. What, that's offensive. Well, not to me obviously, but I am just saying to people, in, he kisses his sister and says that he loves her. He wants to make out with her. We all know it now. We all know that she's his sister. And yet, that's still out there. Don't show Back to the Future, because, my God, mom's making out with her sons. Like, it's just, it's little things like that. Like, it was what it was. And you either accept it and teach your children. Like, if it, if you're worried about kids watching it and not understanding it, you teach them about to understand it. Or if you're worried about the people that are sensitive to it because it happened to them, I, I, I don't I don't know how to answer that other than deal with it I guess I guess yeah I was a little conflicted and like I said I am you know I know that a lot of people would be hurt uh, by maybe seeing that episode which I am all in agreement of it that if there is a wide amount of people who are hurt but I would think that it would probably be just the victims um, but. Yeah, I don't I don't know how you can really do that because now in my brain is that if we're going to pull episodes like that, then there are certain position, uh, musicians who we shouldn't be watching. There are certain uh, movies from people who we shouldn't be watching. Uh, you know, heck, I mean, at all. I mean, if that's going to go to that right. case, then should we really be watching any type of uh, – Allegedly, I'm going to be careful here. But even then, it was also right. proven. But should we be watching any Roman Polanski movies because of what he did, you know? Or should we be watching, you know? Uh, or should we be listening to uh, Elvis records because he dated someone when they were underage? So I don't know. Where does it stop? Where does it end? Where does it go? But, exactly. You could start this and then end up in a black hole of God only knows what. Yeah. It just it, it it's it's a slippery slope. It's a very slippery slope. Hmm. I don't know. It should be interesting, but uh, definitely tell us what you guys think. Uh, of course, you can follow along, and you can also uh, reply. Uh, hashtag page one BTR. Uh, one of these days, I'll try and think up something that's a little bit shorter. But for now, it's page one spelled out BTR <laughs> uh, on uh, our Twitter page. Um, good study that came out we talked earlier about google having the health records uh for certain hospitals but my question to you because i know people who are like this uh, if you began with a little bit of a tickling throat cough how often are you to go to google to google your symptoms not as often as other people. I, I tend to not Google symptoms because you get some weird things. I Google, like, my pet symptoms and odd, very odd symptoms. But, no, most most of the time, I, if, it's, if it's enough for me to think that I'm going to have to Google it to see what it is, I'm calling my doctor. Yeah. So, according to a new survey, 43% of people admit that they've convinced themselves that they've had a serious disease after Googling their symptoms, when it turned out they actually had something much more minor. Three out of four people who diagnosed themselves online said it made them worry more, not less, about what was wrong with them. 
so do we ever get our self-diagnosis right? The survey found it can happen, but we get it right less than 40% of the time. That from Daily Mail. Um, I do know people who will start off with different symptoms and they will go to Google or to WebMD and it is the end of the world or Google has told them you shouldn't even be alive because you're dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> pretty much tell them that they have the bubonic plague. A coworker plague. had a gunshot wound, so. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, and, yes. I heard the other day that there is reports of the bubonic plague within a few people. I forgot where. If you know out there, tell me. Because I was like, really? I was like, that's something that uh, that now worries me. I don't know if. Uh... I think it's in California. <laughs> you think it's good? I I thought it was overseas. I don't think it was here. I don't think it was in the U.S. No, there's some. There's there's a couple of there are a couple of cases overseas, and there's a couple of cases in the U.S. I believe. That's, I can that's, be wrong. That's very disturbing. <laughs> but even beyond um, that, that, that it's it's treatable. It's treatable, but when you hear bubonic right. I don't think Google's going to have an answer for that. <laughs> but. Yeah, I do know people who actually do that. I don't really agree with it because, I mean, I am guilty where I will probably look to see if I'm within the ballpark, but Mm -hmm. I don't take it seriously because I know that until I get, you know, checked or until I, you know, yeah, until somebody else official can check this, uh, I'm not going to go with Google or WebMD. And actually, uh, I actually have the answer for you. And it's, it wasn't uh, – it's two people in China, and I'm pulling this from mm. Forbes. Two people in China got the Black Death Plague, but chances of another pandemic are close to nil. Um, it's cropped up again with two cases uh, recently reported in China. According to medical experts, two people from the Chinese province of Inner Mongolia are reportedly being treated for the plague, the same disease that caused the Black Death, which wiped out around 50 million people in Europe during the 14th century. Uh, It's not the first time the disease has been reported this year. Earlier in 2019, a Mongolian couple died from bubonic plague after eating a raw marmot kidney over the summer. Plague-infested prairie dogs shut down parts of a Denver suburb in Colorado. Uh, human infections continue to occur in rural areas, sometimes in the western U.S., but are more frequently in parts of Asia, South America, and primarily Africa, according to the Centers of, uh, for Disease Control and Prevention. So, yeah. So it is still around. Uh, and I guess while you're asking how this can happen, uh, plague can be transmitted through flea bites and infected animals, primarily wild rodents like rats, prairie dogs, squirrels, and rabbits, although human pets like cats and dogs can also get infected. Uh, While today we have modern antibiotics to effectively treat infections and prevent death if caught early enough, there's currently no vaccine to protect individuals from the plague. So, hmm. isn't that interesting? See, I knew it was out by me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, no, but it does. I mean, there are some reports here in the U.S., but it's very like small. Um, in right. recent decades, an average of seven human plague cases in the U.S. have been reported each year, with the last deaths occurring in 2015. That's so very rare, very, very rare. But yeah, I don't. People out there, if you do check Google. <laughs> I will advise you to just go and get checked. If you think that it is something that is bad, and plus this time of the year, if you have not gotten any type of flu shot, <laughs> just go and get checked. But guess what? We've got a caller. Yay. I'm going to go to the lines right now. Caller, are you there? Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, this sounds like my hey. How are you tonight? Pretty good. I heard you talking about diseases. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't stop. I didn't stop you really coming over. Yes. That's the best you're, you're talking so about far. people who actually check. 
their cell or check their symptoms on Google. Are you guilty of that or going to WebMD? No, I was reading an article about out there in the California. So it is out in and, California right now. Mhm. They say but, with the uh, all the derelicts and homeless are sitting on the street defecating on the sidewalks and stuff like that that there is a very strong chance that you may see a reemergence of leprosy oh, along wow. with the buonic plague. Wow. I would mm-hmm. be surprised. I mean, there's a re- there's a uh, outbreak of hepatitis because of the of the uh, transient population and uh, and the um, drug abuse population. So I wouldn't be surprised if leprosy comes back from that as well. Yeah. Plus, they say members of these populations are attacking people on the sidewalks in public, just walking up to them, smacking them, trying to stab them, and everything else. What's going on? I haven't heard that, but uh, we would have to have somebody in California who, if there's anybody out in California who has experienced that or has seen it, call us and let us know, because uh, that's very disturbing that that is happening in California, if true. Mm-hmm. And that's out there in Maxine Waters District. Oh. Well, of course. Uh, I would figure that in any populated or well-populated part California, and I, and I guess I would have to uh, look at my California contacts to uh, ask them what's going on. You said it's because of the. I can understand too if there's like a lot of human feces and things that are, you know, it's out there that can affect. Because yeah, that carries a lot of bad germs. Yeah, uh, leprosy. You know, the funny thing about that uh, is those uh, diseases really don't never go away. They just lie lurking for the right opportunity and conditions where they can spring back up again and <laughs> cause havoc. Wow. I would almost say that that reminds me of like the people who call you on the phones and <laughs> kind of like that. But yeah, but no, that's kind of scary. And I was going to say, where did you uh, see that article at? I read it in the newspaper, and i tell you another thing. With all the people coming across the southern border illegally, we don't know if these people are immunized. And another thing, uh, they're coming after being in contact with animals, animal feces, and trekking into the United States. Sometimes they bring vegetables you know, uh, that can really start an outbreak, which can be a pandemic. Oh, definitely. Uh, you have to see different studies that go on about that, but quite interesting and quite mind-provoking. Uh, do thank have you, you for, ever? Uh, have you ever flew internationally? No, I have not. I have. Okay, how long ago was it? That you flew Not very. In. A couple of years. Couple of years. All right. Well, at one point in time, when you flew internationally, and you was on flight coming back into the United States, just about maybe a couple hours outside of your landing in New York, the stewardess would walk up and down the aisles and discharge aerosol cans at the ventilation outlet. Other words, what they was doing was sanitizing the passengers on the plane, whereas they couldn't be bringing something back in that would be detrimental to, you know, the United States, especially <clears throat> its agricultural uh, systems. They don't allow fruits and vegetables; they confiscate them and burn them there at the customs. So this is very real. I tell you another thing too. Back in the late 1700s, and also in the early 1800s, but in the late 1700s for sure, there was a back to Africa movement for blacks. And I think a group of blacks, I don't know what they number, and I want to say 300, they joined on to this back to Africa scheme, and they went to Liberia. 
and you can Google it back to Africa, and it tells the story. Those people were dead within 30 or 45 days because of the diseases that was common to the indigenous or native people, which them being in America for, you know, the century that they had been here, they no longer carried that immunity, and it killed them. So these things are very real, and people like to disregard them, but, hey, you got to pay attention. Sure do. Yep, you got to pay attention. I'll listen. Thank you. Thanks so much for the info. Thank Thanks you. A lot. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay. So, yeah, so a lot of information out there, um, a lot of things that go on. And, and like I said, I'm not a doctor. If there's any doctors out there that know about these things or who knows about the things that are going on, especially with that, hey, give us a call. I mean, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a CDC. But, yeah, I mean, things. Oh, yeah, I'd love to hear that. It starts, it sounds like a show that we could do. There's a lot of different shows out here that we could probably do. And by the way, if you do have an idea for a show topic or anything else like that, hit us up. We are always open to it. And if you know subject matter experts that would like to come on, hey, we'd love to hear it. Because I think the one thing about uh, educating or having an open mind to different things is actually having different matter experts. I think every year the one thing that always interests me is the uh, the flu shot. Because if there is one thing that you either have different sides on, it's people who mm-hmm. take the flu shot and people who don't take the flu shot and have an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested in that. Maybe we will do a show on that. I'm kind of interested to uh, see what happens. But, uh, yeah, you can actually catch that article as well. We'll probably post that one and uh, see about getting some people's feedback on that this week. But moving on, uh, Christmas time is not here just yet. (laughs) If you have started, if you have even remotely put up your decorations, hold on just a second. According to a story out of San Antonio, Texas, a family is in shock after they were told by their homeowners association to take down their Christmas decorations. Nick Simonese, and I'm going to get this so wrong and forgive me, uh, said in an interview with WOIA down in San Antonio that he was like, wow, that's the first. He was angry because there's a reason why they're doing it. On November 1st, he set up a snowman, some reindeer, and a Santa hanging from a helicopter in the front yard. A couple of days later, he got a letter in the mail from the uh, HOA notifying them of the violation. It read in part, maintenance, holiday decorations need to be removed. Please remove the snowman until closer to the holiday season. Uh, as he said, they didn't even clarify what day that was. Uh, his wife, Claudia, who is eight months pregnant, wanted to get an early start on the holiday this year. He said at this point they have no intentions of taking down the display. He said they're not going to do it. It's the Christmas spirit. We're not going to be forced by the HOA to take it down. Other neighbors caught wind of what happened and are now putting up their own decorations in solidarity. These are the holidays. This is what we do. We take care of our neighbors. That's what a neighborhood is about, said neighbor Chris, uh, Charles Minton. Uh, they reached out to the HOA there in San Antonio for a comment but did not hear back. Uh, whose side are you on on this one? Are you on the homeowners association or are you on the person who actually put up the decorations on November 1st? Uh, I'm actually on neither side, but I understand where the HOA is coming from. Um, So at this point, um, I get it, but I don't like it. HOAs have these things called CC and R's. It's like their rules and regulations that have to deal with the um, what they believe is dealing with the uh, like the maintenance of the property and and that kind of stuff. I belong to an HOA, and this is how I know that. But um, as part of that, it, it, it's 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 in the CCNRs. They actually outline when decorations can go up. They outline what kind of decorations, if they have those kind of things like lights, um, colors of lights, that kind of thing. And that's across the board um, for at least all the HOAs that are on this side in Nevada. Um, 
so I get where the HOA sent their little thing to, like that letter. Um, I get why the people set up their decorations and don't want to take them down. However, they bought a house with an HOA. They had to sign a paper that said they read the CCNRs, and ignorance of the law does not make you innocent of it. So hmm. I guess I'm more on the HOA side than I am on theirs, but I, I don't like it, but that's just, you know, don't buy in an HOA uh, kind of thing. You know, I grew up, uh, I remember times when, especially here in the Midwest, we don't, you know, San Antonio is a little bit more warmer this time of year, but uh, we kind of had to pick and find our spots of when to put up holiday decorations. It wasn't November 1st, but I guarantee you it was somewhere around mid-November right before Thanksgiving because that was probably the last bit of warm weather you were going to get before December hit. <laughs> before the snow <laughs> completely covered you and you're out there in galoshes and nine layers of scarves and gloves, yeah. You know, I finally recall my dad being up on a ladder putting the lights around the house and then having to fumble with the clips and clipping them to, you know, the uh, gutters. And then me standing out there having to, you know, pass them up, you know, the lights and then being out there and testing said lights and making sure that they were all working and on and it's getting colder. Here in the Midwest, I really don't mind if you do it on November 1st, but if we're talking about anywhere else where it gets a little bit colder – I guess here it is. If you are in an HOA, you know that there are certain set rules. You know that there is going to be some type of uh, uniform, strict codes to an HOA. Mm -hmm. I would anywhere else. If I have to see this stuff before Halloween, yeah, I kind of have an issue with it. After Halloween. Because in recent years it technically is the start semi sorta because now Thanksgiving pretty much gets like if you part in the expression gobbled in with Thanksgiving and pretty much you know it's Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We're already into the Christmas rush. Christmas Day is pretty much like the anticlimactic portion of the holiday season now because by the time Christmas morning arrives. You already have done all the shopping, cooking, stressed out about everything, and Christmas is pretty much just your day to sit back and relax. I think now we have come to mm -hmm. a point of where the holiday season truly does kind of start maybe a little bit before Thanksgiving with all of these sales because, like we said last week, Amazon started doing stuff, uh, you know, all of these shopping places are doing, quote, Black Friday sales now. Might as well just start hanging your Christmas stuff because it's that time of year. I guess mm -hmm. I don't mind it. I'd much rather see people hanging Santa Claus and other stuff than, like, any hateful stuff or anything that's going to be offensive. And if that's mm -hmm. what they want to do, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, my HOA says you can't set up your Christmas decorations until 30 days prior to the holiday. And it has to come down within 30 days after the holiday. The official holiday. So November 25th is the first time I could set up my my Christmas decorations outside my home, according to my rules that I signed for my home. <laughs> and I have to have them down by January 24th, since it's 30 days after December the 25th. So, yeah. If you live in an HOA... Yep. Just be mindful of your rules and regulations so that you won't have the same issues that that guy's having. So, <laughs> so speaking of, I'm going to get to the Thanksgiving story last because uh, food's only going to make me hungry, and then I want to like stop the show early. And, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Go have some eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have uh, a lot of things that I follow online, and among which is actually the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences, who once in a while, they'll put some pretty cool things on there. They'll put, like, clips of past Oscar shows. Every once in a while, they'll raise a good question. And on this one, they actually had, uh, this past week, a pretty interesting question. Uh, it had a picture of Anne Hathaway. 
And it said if you could have a movie marathon with Anne Hathaway and only watch films she starred in, which three would you choose? Now, that is when I had the bright idea of getting in touch with my wonderful co-host and friend, and I told her, hey, look, if you could pick an actor and pick any three films to sit down and watch with them, which ones would you do? And the response I got back within a few seconds was really question mark, question mark, question mark. I don't know if it was that many question marks, but I do remember it was really question mark. Mm-hmm. And, of course, on this infamous homework assignment, I had to do it also. And then that's when I had an issue because then I got stumped. Because I could think of a few people who I could sit and watch movies with. And I had to think, you know, somebody who I was kind of like either a fan of or somebody who I just want to sit and watch movies with. Um so I am going to be the gentleman, as always, and I will say ladies first. And I did open this up. I told Mary that she could choose somebody living or dead. I, was, I thought I was being generous. I said living or dead, sit down, watch three movies with. I am now going to open the floor. Who did you pick? Which three movies? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Thanks, and if you can't hear the sarcasm, <laughs> that's really sarcastic. Um, I ended up going through a bunch of different people, and re- really there are a lot of people I would love to sit down with. Um, but those people also are the ones that I couldn't pick just three movies to sit down and talk to them with, you know, and, 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 and watch. So, like, what came the first one that came to mind was Robin Williams, huge fan, really would love to have met him really would have loved to have just been able to, to sit in a room with him and absorb his energy. Um, but there's no way. I, I love – I went through just his movie list just to look at it, and I'm like, I have that one. I have that one. I have that. Oh, I watched that one last week. Oh, I lost I watched that one, you know, when this one and this one and this – and I just – a list. So right. um, narrowed it down to um, a few people. Um, and then now I've got it down to the two people I'm staring at on my, my little notepad, and I think I'm just going to go with Danny DeVito, um, hmm. enjoy him a lot, think that he's got a lot of um, he's got a lot of range. And then on top of that, I think he's met a lot of controversy and a lot of um, the glass ceiling for him, you know, because it was set, the bar was set. So he's not a, he's not a very big individual, yet he plays some really big roles. And um, the three movies that I chose. I got no I think I know two of them at least. Oh, well, then why don't you try and guess? Go ahead and guess. You want me to guess, no, want to guess no, at least? Gonna, I'm going to yeah, do guess. a couple of guesses. Is one of them twins? No. But that was no. on my list as an honorable mention. No. Uh, uh, was one the Batman movie that he was in as the Penguin? Yes, Batman Returns. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead with your list. <laughs> okay, so that was one of them. Renaissance Man. Uh, that's the one where he was the professor at the Army base. And he taught okay. Shakespeare to the uh, people that were not the smartest people in the group. And I put that in air quotes. And then the last one was Mars Attacks. Hmm. Because that was just, that stretched his comedy on that one. And on top of that, it's just a fun movie. And it's so out there and weird, and we just start up, I'm sure, a great conversation about the effects and just everything that went along with it. Um, like I said, honorable mentions, twins, and then Death to Smoochie, and um, the other one was War of the Roses. Those three yeah. were kind of my, my like, backups if those three, if the first three met with Danny DeVito going, absolutely not. Oh, and um, if we did voiceovers, because I didn't include voiceovers, but if mm-hmm. we were going to do, like, animated voiceovers, then Hercules, of course. Um, but, yeah, I didn't include voiceovers. So I just did movies, starring movies, live action. And that was my three. There you go. Interesting. So I went through my list, and I tried to think of somebody who I would sit down and watch a movie with. And um, 
I'm a big George Clooney fan. I I would, and then I'm a Tom Hanks fan, and then I'm also a Jennifer Garner fan. I had to kind of like pick up a third movie that I would actually do. But after going through those three people, um, the one person that I did choose, and only because it was interesting because I really never watched, quote, independent films too much until I watched this person's films. And I actually chose Christina Ricci. Um, hmm. Yes. Of the three films that I chose, uh, was actually two of them were like independent. I think the third one would be counted as independent, but it was actually, um, uh, I actually chose Black Snake Bone, uh, Buffalo 66, and Pumpkin. And if you've never seen a Christina Ricci independent, because they call her the queen of the independent movies, because it's kind of like she plays these characters that are so just, they have issues. But I say that with love. But she plays them so well, you get lost in the movie, and you're actually like, man, is she really that way in real life? I don't, you don't think she is? Because, like, she plays these too well. And I know, especially uh-huh. with Black Snake Moan, the things that she had to go through to play that role. And if you've never seen that movie, it's quite an interesting movie to watch. Um, she actually lost a lot of weight to play that role so that she could look sickly. Um, and then the pretty much, well, I'm not going to give away the movie, but you have to watch it. Uh, she's good in it. And I think they were actually that year talking about uh, Academy Award nomination that never happened, but... One of these days it will happen. But I did choose Christina Ricci, though. So, yeah. That's a, that's an interesting pick. There, but there are so many. And that's why when you said living or dead, that didn't help. That just no. added, like, Robin Williams back in. That added, like, Danny Kaye back in. I would love to watch some movies with Danny Kaye, Frank Sinatra. Um, just there's some there's some – there's a wide range of people that I would love to have been able to – sit down with um, and just pick their brain about film and their thoughts on film. But yeah, that, that was awful. That was awful. You are an old soul because I didn't think that too many people would ever mention Danny Kay, you know, only because he passed away. I love Danny Kay. Yeah. Because he passed away so uh, (laughs) young well, not young. I mean, but uh-huh. it was no. Like, he was not young because he was on the Cosby Show. He was, show. Young. He was he on the Cosby show. show in the eighties, but it was kind of like it was unexpected. It was more or less like mm-hmm. it happened so quickly, and I, I it's like he, you would hope that he had had like some years left, uh, but mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those things where it was like it was so soon. But even though he had lived a long mm-hmm. life, but it seemed so soon. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's oh yeah, he was really very young. I, like he was a very young. He was a very young. He had a very youthful way about him. He was always yeah. smiling. He was always happy. He always had that kind of bubbly effervescence about him. So, yeah, I can understand where you're saying he did. He lived a long life, but he, he yeah. went way too soon. Way too soon. And a lot of people don't really yeah. talk about DK when you talk about Hollywood and actors anymore. So, um, But, yeah, very interesting list. What's your list? Share it with us online, uh, page1BTR. You can hashtag it. Share us your list of who you would sit and watch three movies with. I'd be interested to see what that is all about and what you who you have. Uh, but before we go, one other quick story, and we've been kind of teasing it for a little bit. So there, Thanksgiving's coming up in a couple of weeks, um, kind of late this year. But a new study asked mm-hmm. 2,000 people to name the foods they secretly hate but still eat because of tradition or just to be polite. said there's at least one classic Thanksgiving food they secretly dislike but eat anyway, and the most popular answer was canned cranberry sauce. Now, some people hate the taste, and some find the can shape revolting. Almost 30% said that they secretly dislike it but still eat it if it's served. Uh, The top five answers, uh, of course, canned cranberry sauce. Green bean casserole was next on the list at 24%. Sweet potatoes or sweet potato casserole at 22% was number three. Pumpkin pie was fourth at 21%. And turkey at 19%. Uh, The survey also found that 23% of us have no interest in leftovers. Uh, 
I don't know what those people are talking about because leftovers after Thanksgiving, if done right, is awesome. Um, but, yeah, did you have a food at Thanksgiving that you just don't like? Yes, of course. Oh, you want me to tell you? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few. Um, I'm not a turkey fan. I eat turkey. I'm more of a turkey fan than some of the other people in my family, but I'm not a turkey fan. Um, I'd rather have, like, spiral ham or um, we've done steak in the past. I know that's sacrilegious. Um, I'm not a turkey fan, though. Uh, Stuffing. I don't like stuffing. It's like... What? Yeah, it's like overly salty, smushy bread croutons. No, no, no. no, no. Like, I want it to be croutons. For my for my friends out there, there's a difference between. <laughs> and maybe next week I'll explain it. Um, most um, <laughs> majority of so, how can I say this? Uh, I know we've got about four minutes, but most uh, African American homes probably don't do stuffing. We do dressing, and I it's a major difference. Uh, for those mm-hmm. of you asking, oh yeah, no, 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 one hundred percent. That's why I said it the way I said it. I do not like stuffing. I don't <laughs> like stuffing. You do stovetop stuffing that is cardboard with seasoning. I don't care what you say, and you no. can try and dress it up all you want. It is not worth. I don't like stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah, my, I don't. My like mama stuffing. does dress, and I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah and one I've year had, I had. I've had some, I've had some dressing, and that's some good stuff. I'm not going to say that that's not – that's why I said the way I said it. I do not like stuffing. <laughs> okay. Dressing I'll have. You, uh, stuffing I'll have. Because that's, uh, you know, yeah, some people – dressing and stuffing is two different things. Don't let anybody tell you different. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like, I know where this is going. Uh, cream yeah. corn is the other one. I don't like cream corn either. Um and then I'll eat green bean casserole if it's made right. Some people make it really good. Some people don't. So I'll try it, and then if it's gross, I'll be like, and eh, I'm going to stay over here next to the non, the really dry, gross turkey. Gotcha. Quote, unquote. I think for How about me, you? I, although I never had it, I would have to say pumpkin pie. I'm not really into it. I've tried it, and I know some people will probably like be, <gasps> I'm sorry, but in a household where I've had cobblers, and like pound cake and everything else, pumpkin pie, it would probably be left at the end of the table, and I would not touch it, and I'm fine with that. Mm. So, yeah. Sorry. You're uh, some good pumpkin pie. Well, good homemade pumpkin pie. The stuff from the store is you can take it or leave it. Right. So, but once again, just to repeat, there's a difference. Between stuffing <laughs> and dressing. Don't let anybody tell you different. So just know that going into Thanksgiving. You go to somebody's house for Thanksgiving, they say, hey, you want some dressing? You say yes. Don't say, oh, say no, yes. not really stuffing. Because that's when the record's going to go zoop, and then everybody's going to look at you like you got three heads, and it's not going to go well. So that, that is your holiday tip for the day. So, PSA for the day. PSA. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, with that, my friend, do you have any shout-outs or anything that you want to add to this show tonight? Not tonight. I I added enough last week, so we'll we'll be good. Huh? We'll be good okay. tonight. I'll hit you up closer to Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll give you tips from week to week, folks. We'll help you out. But that's it. We're a little late for Mary Amalgar. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter, and we will see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. All right, that's it for me. You've been great. Good night, everybody. What should I go? What should I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn.